Welcome to Paint Ed. PCA provides painting contractors with connections they need to grow their business. To find out more and to become a member, visit PCAPainted.org. Find more great content like this on PCA Overdrive. A subscription to the platform is included with membership. For all of you non-members out there, sign up for a free trial. PCA Overdrive is available on the App Store and Google Play. I think it's something like 46% of people said they wouldn't deal with a company if they had a negative call experience. Welcome to Rocket Your Business for Trade Contractors. This podcast is designed to help trade contractors run their businesses more efficiently and profitably by eliminating chaos and discovering new growth opportunities. Learn from experts in the trades how to rocket your business to the next level. Hi, I'm Tom Drost. I'm here today with David Lord from Nexa. And uh, we're going to have a great conversation, I hope, about what David's company does. And I think you'll all be kind of interested in this sort of dovetails with a podcast we did a couple of weeks ago on David's favorite subject, I think. <laughs> I know it was great uh, team meeting you down at the Transform Conference. How did, how did that go for you? Yeah, it was great, uh, Tom. Thanks for having me. And, and uh, I am excited to talk about kind of inbound, outbound answering services and really booking services. Um, sure. Sales Transformation Group was great. Ryan and David, those guys put on a great show. And I like those small, intimate, more intimate yeah. uh, events. And and I think it's, uh, you know, the, the contractors that go to those events are there to grow their business. You know, it's a good mix of, you know, guys that have been doing it a while. They know what they're doing. They've, they've kind of got the secret sauce and they're willing to share it with others who are trying to up and come. And, and uh, so it's great, great opportunity to meet, you know, obviously new opportunities for us as a vendor participant, as well as meet up with existing clients. So it was a great show. They're a really great group. And uh, there's a couple of other groups that we go to and it's very similar. It's just so much fun and so exciting to get with people who are, who care about what they're doing and really want to learn new things from their, from their peers. It's just, it's so exciting. We are going, uh, have started going to uh, uh, this group called the SaaS Academy, which is for, you know, SaaS, SaaS uh, business owners. And uh, it's just been really, it's so wonderful to get out in, an, uh, in a place where there are other people who are going through the same things that you're going through every day and are willing to share and talk about it. And I really, really feel part of a, a community when you get in those and, and I always come away jazzed up and learning something new from everyone I go to, even if the topic's not you know, exactly in in my line of business. So it's, that's a lot of fun. Yeah, really no, I agree. There's always inspiration to be taken. I, I actually thought Damian West, the coffee bean, uh, yeah, was a great. I mean, that was that was a great way to kick it off. I was I yeah. was blown away by that story. So I was motivating the, to say the least. Cool. Well, can you uh, tell us a little bit about your uh, company, David, and you know what you how you got into it, and you know how what you've been doing for the last couple of years, and uh, just you know how, how, where you're going? Yeah, absolutely. So, so Nexa, Nexa receptionist, as it's been called in the past, is you know what what historically was known as a call answering service. We like to consider ourselves more of a booking service uh, provider, but we certainly do a lot of answering, right? So 40 plus years uh, of growth, um, 1,500 clients across the home service industry, mainly in needs-based service. We have some professional service clients as well, but very big in PHCE, um, you know, where, where that call needs to be answered, uh, where there are growth marketing dollars being spent, right? So if people are spending money to grow their business, 
those calls are invaluable, right? And you like to think that a lot of a lot of uh, potential customers will book online. Uh, and obviously, over the last kind of several years, there's been more and more advancement in web booking for contractors. But at the end of the day, when you have a a leak in your house, you know, mm -hmm. leaky roof, a plumbing goes wrong, you have no air or heat during that time of year, like you're looking to talk to somebody on the phone and, and get somebody yeah. out there as soon as possible, right? You want a uh, human picking up the phone and not a bot and not a <laughs> not a form to fill out, but someone will just listen to what you're talking about. And exactly, exactly. And uh, you know, we were talking, I listened to your other podcast about voicemails and and you know, our data shows that less than 20% of people leave a voicemail. Right. So even having a voicemail set up is, is not really a solution when you're trying to provide a great customer experience and grow your right. business. Right. right. Um, the other data point that I just think is is really telling. And we scored, I think, 200,000 calls to come up with this number is 85 percent of people won't call back. So, you know, I actually recently had a leak in my dining room and, and I called the number in Google and nobody answered. I called the next guy. Nobody answered. Called the third guy. He answered. He got the job right. And he paid. <laughs> I, I paid a premium, but I needed it fixed ASAP. Uh, and I think two days later, I got a call back from one of the numbers I called, and I never heard from the other one. And these guys were spending money to advertise in Google, right? Uh, and so that's crazy. You know, it's it's just uh, it's just such a necessary service. I you, you asked back to the history. I was in marketing, direct-to-consumer operations, running kind of marketing, sales, customer service organizations uh, for about 20 years. I joined Nexa late last year. Uh, and I really joined because I was excited about the consumer value prop. Like we yeah. provide a very necessary service. And I think we, at the time, I, I, I felt like we did it better than most. And since then, but there was still a lot of opportunity for improvement. Sure. I think since then, uh, we're really doing it better than most, right? We can always get better. Um, we're never going to say that, you know, we've reached the end, right? It's a journey, not an event. But uh, I think we're really solid and we're providing a great service and we're getting better every day. Nice, uh, nice. That's that's the goal. I mean, it's hard. Some some days it's hard to realize, hey, you know, just, just a little better. You don't have to get, you don't have to, you know, leave over mountains every day. But you, as long as you're continually trying, you know, continuous improvement is just, it just, it adds up. I mean, it really does. It's amazing yeah. how that works. Yeah. I um, think in our business, you know, it's really all about the technology, right? The processes to your point about getting better every day, Six sure. Sigma, you know, and the people, right? So yeah. do you hire great people? Do you provide a good environment? Do those people create great processes, adhere to those processes? And then do right. we build great technology? And that's the technology is such a differentiator, right? I think yeah. we are, we're on an enterprise phone system. We're on an enterprise uh, dynamic scripting tool. And those two things are, you know, if you, you look at the answering business historically, um, you know, it's, it's fraught, not just with everybody blames the receptionist, the person answering the phone, even in, in a contractor's office, like they made a mistake. Most of the time, I mean, people make mistakes. We all make mistakes, right. but 99% of the issues we see are really the account was programmed wrong, right? In the dynamic scripting tool, or we, were, we weren't trained properly from the contractor telling us like, hey, I, I do this, I do this, I don't do this. Uh, and the website doesn't give us a lot of information about that. So it's really about that like onboarding process. Do we measure twice, right. cut once, right? Do we make sure when we goes from onboarding to programming that we actually QA that work and demo it with the client? Uh, and that's been a big, 
a big push over the last year. Again, we're going to get better at it, but we historically would try to sell somebody, a contractor, the service and get them live the same day and recognize the revenue and move on to the next one. And and when we move that fast, we made mistakes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just like if you're hiring a new employee, you don't put them on the phones day one and expect them to know what they're doing. You got to train them, right? Right. And and we've really backed up in the last, you know, since I got here and really slowed down in that onboarding, Mm. like I said, programming QA to really make sure when we go live, we're going live with the product that the the client expects. And yeah, that's, again, we're not perfect, but we're getting better. (laughs) That's a really good point because, um, I mean, personally, I struggle as a marketer. So if you come to me on two different days and ask me what we do, I'm probably going to tell you something completely different depending upon, you know, what I looked at that day or what I'm, how I'm feeling that, you know, jazzed up or whatever. Um, but it's really, really important. And I think a lot of our, our contractor customers don't understand it or don't have the depth to, to do it. And it's hard. I'll, you know, I'll freely admit I, I have a hard time doing it too, but you probably help them tell their story better because you're listening and, and almost interviewing them from the standpoint of what do you do? What don't you do? And I'm sure as they go through that, you know, that by itself could be a very valuable process to these customers just so that they learn how to talk about it. And, you know, it would be, I think that by itself would be hugely valuable to them. Tom, you, it's funny. I was talking to a, a prospective, actually a partner last week, uh, a prospective partner of ours. And I was saying exactly what you just said is half the conversation gets the the business owner thinking about their internal processes and going, oh, I should change that you know, to this best practice, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's a struggle that we have, right? Is like, we have our way that we do booking really well. We can schedule at a high rate, handle it really well. Mm-hmm. And, and it, it is pretty boxed in. And when contractors say, hey, this is the way I like to do it. Yeah. You know, we, sometimes we struggle to say, I know you like to do it that way. You've had a lot of answering services that didn't do a great job for you. It's because they tried to mirror that. If we go this way, we will perform. Right. And to your point earlier, we'll answer right. those calls. And we'll get you booked yeah. appointments, right? right. Um, and so it is, it is uh, you know, all about just helping everybody get their business to perform right. at a better level. Yeah, very, very fascinating. Um, are there, uh, why do you think that contractors just don't want to hire someone to do this? I mean, I see especially people starting up where they can't afford that admin person yet or that person to help them answer the phone yet. And I mean, even at a starting point, that's got to be a benefit, that huge benefit for their businesses and their growth because they can't afford a full timer at that point. But man, I, I just I don't. What do you think they're they're so reluctant? You know, I mean, I think uh, it is a differentiator between the successful entrepreneur who goes out, starts small, and grows their business, and what they're self-reflection is, if you will, versus the ones that are, you know, the ones that are really adamant that like, it never makes sense. It never makes sense. So the ones you see it at events year after year, predominantly that don't grow and they're not, and maybe we don't see them at sales transformation more than once. Right. Um, Because I think they don't, they think they can do it all. Right. And I think the successful entrepreneurs realize they know what they do really well. Right. uh, Plumbing, roofing, you know, developing talent, you know, 
answering the phones, you know, booking appointments is not an expertise marketing, right? Like right. I get asked a lot about uh, when we're talking to industry, like how many of, how many of, of these contractors have internal marketing teams versus how many, you know, use third parties. And, and it's always right. interesting to me that I, I don't know your thought on this one, but the majority of the ones I've spoken to always use third parties. They have an internal marketing director, but right. they're managing agencies that help them with brand, with paid right. search. And, and I think, those are the successful entrepreneurs who also realize that if I'm spending money to grow my business, I need to make sure that I'm answering those calls, right? And if I'm a, right. a, a if I'm one truck and I'm going out on my own, right. you know, or maybe two trucks, you know, am I handing that phone to my wife, brother, sister, friend, receptionist, myself, you know, especially emergency services where calls come in overnight, uh, those yeah. are valuable. Uh you hear that debate often. Do I give up on the, on the emergency stuff and do more new build because it's killing me waking up in the middle of the night. And I always tell them, no, have two, right. two businesses and we can handle the overnight and make it easier. And, and, you know, the pricing is a fraction, right? You hire a full-time person with benefits, with training, with turnover. Um, you know, the, the benefit of working with us is we're handling all of that. Right. And right. we just bill you for what you use, right? You use the minutes, we bill you. If you don't, yeah. you can change month to month. Um, right. You know, and as you scale, we can do fixed headcount. We can do hybrid. Yeah. Uh, we have multiple different solutions given the the goals of the of the contractor. But That's back cool. to your question of why they don't use us. I mean, I just think some of them, you know, mistake the the opportunity cost for the cost. You know. Sure. Yeah, we started up uh, Logical Engine about ten years ago now, and um, Estimo Rocket's been around for about. Uh, seven years. And um, I remember when I was looking for phone systems for the company, because I'd been in, you know, previous companies, I've been through the, you know, go out and get your Avaya or whatever, your AT&T system, the good old hardware days where they came in and installed it. So I was looking at uh, Ring Central and Telzio. And I ultimately went with Telzio sort of for the reason you just said, where you can, you have more flexibility with the minutes, you know, you may waste a few minutes this month or that month, but you're not paying for, for minutes you never use with a per seat model that you, you know, because our volumes were low at that time of calls. It was really, we were talking about minutes, not hours of call time that we were doing. So it's interesting. I mean, there's so many different models now of being able to acquire services that, there's almost no service that isn't that you can't get that's priced reasonably for your model. Might be different companies that offer it, but you know everybody can find that fit where they can buy the amount of service that they need. And I think that's that's a huge change from you know years ago when you had to buy all in or you know not get what you needed, kind of thing. Yeah, totally. I think it's you know it really is everything from after hours, overflow, lunchtime calls, you know, right. we have clients that do $2 million, a million dollars in revenue. They're just starting out or less. And we have hundreds of millions of dollars and, and they have their own call centers, but they need outbound membership booking calls made. We can handle that. Right. So um, it is, I think for us, it's, it's being flexible in the solutions we can provide, but within those solutions, yeah. having a real product, right? Like we're, yeah. we're very productized in the things we do. Uh, yeah. We just offer a lot of products. <laughs> yeah, no, but that really helps. I mean, it makes you more, it, it makes your offerings apply to more people and 
And for you, I'm sure it's, you know, adjusting and balancing your internal staff, but you, in some respects, it may work out well for you too, because you can, you don't need one, you don't need to dedicate one person to that, to account A, you can dedicate the quarter of a person because the rest of that person's time can be divided among other companies. So you, you right. get, you're get you're able to be efficient and they're able to be cost-effective. It's really kind of a beautiful model. Exactly right. Exactly right. I will say, I do think that it's important because some of our competitors have, you know, agents that are handling calls for law firms, for mm -hmm. hospitals and for home services. We are, we are focused hundred percent Nexa and home services. The agents handling home service calls are handling home service yeah. calls, not legal or medical separate groups. So sure. we do keep it separate in terms of um, the vertical that they're under. Yeah. Um, yep. to your point, they're taking one to many, right? One agent could sure. take, you know, 50 calls in a day from 50 different, you know, contractors. Right. Yeah. And they get, that's good for you because your, your, you know, your, your, your team gets domain experience that they can build up on in the trades. Whereas if you were answering all the, you know, the person calling the legal firm, actually expects a very different tone and demeanor and and script if you will it, that's going to make them feel comfortable than the person calling a contractor or you know virtually any other business you call everybody expects a certain type of ser level of service from who their target is that they're calling so that's a, that's absolutely Absolutely. Makes, makes a lot of sense. You'd almost have to, if you did want to go to another area, you'd have to almost make a new division that was, you know, just this other uh, branch or trade or whatever that you, that, you know, looked, looked, looked attractive to, to dive into. But it's really, really pretty neat stuff. Um, so do you guys do, what, what, what is your, what services do you offer just to kind of list that out? Do you get into VA services as well? And in, in addition to calling services, or are you pretty much in the, in the call services only, or how's that? Um, you I think, offer you know, it's, it's interesting when you say virtual assistants versus virtual receptionists. And, and mm -hmm. you know, I think some of it's just nomenclature and terminology. Sure. Um, so we do your basic take a message, that message can be then dispatched via a text, via an email. Uh, we have a portal where, where people can get it, or it can be a call transfer, right? So we can do, yeah. you know, that application could be screening, right? So, yeah. hey, I want to press one for sales. I want to make sure when that call comes in that you qualify it and it is a sales opportunity and then transfer it to my salesperson. Or, right, where we've taken it the next level is book the appointment, right? So we right. can go in and, and we call that our booking services and go in and book that appointment yep. uh, on the client's behalf. Um, then we have lead form follow-up. So you have a website that has a lead form on it, or you're doing Yelp or Angie advertising. That speed to lead is so critical, right? Sure. Uh, I think the data point I saw was a 400% increase in conversion rate if you call them within five minutes. Mm. So- Right. So what we yeah. do is we take that. that lead form and we ingest it into our dialing system. Uh, and then we dial that and book the appointment or, you know, triage it and then transfer sure. it to the uh, to the, the contractor, depending on what they want us to do. Those are kind of the core services. We have a, a people power chat platform that we also run yeah. on, on behalf of clients. Um, yeah. And that's really a lead gen chat platform. So it's really to discern pretty quickly 
is this a new sales or an existing customer? What do they yeah. want? And really turn that into a booked appointment or a lead for the for the contractor. So um, is that where is that where on their on their website they get a uh, you know a chat uh, chat box and they can and you man those live calls? That's brilliant too because that's another that dovetails right into your into your existing services. So that makes yeah. total sense because that's we, that's we call our salute. Oh, sorry, go ahead, Tom. No, no, I was just saying it dovetails right into the rest of your solution. And, uh, you know, I know in our in our world, from a customer success standpoint, we would rather be chatting. And the main reason for that is not because we don't like to talk on the phone, but because when we're a lot of these things are back and forth where try this and they go try that. And you can have you can be running a couple of those at a time because it takes the customer a little while to go through it. Whereas when you're on the phone. You're on the phone for an hour, you know, and being on the phone for an hour isn't really productive for either of you in the long run. So, you know, we find there's, you know, there's a time for calls, but there's also a time when the chat, I mean, our company internally, we use a, uh, you know, a tool called Slack and it's brilliant because you don't have to wait. I can Slack one of the guys a message, you know, a little while they're get out of doing what they're doing. They message me back, you know, if it's urgent, you pick up the phone or you do a quick, you know, voice huddle. But other than that, the, the chat is where it can be really, really effective. Yep. No, it's one to many, like you said. So you can have one agent handling many chats and, and it, it is, you know, depending again, if it's an emergency service, it tends to be, they want to pick up the phone and call it's, it's, you right. know, the chat's right. not as, Absolutely. as great a solution, but um, you know, back to your point on the things we do, we call it engagement services. So your marketing services, we're engagement services. So we will, once you get them found, we're going to get them booked, right? It's kind of right. been our, our push, but you, you'd be surprised how many different kind of, you know, virtual assistant type of, of things we do in, in sure. different, for different clients, right? Yeah. Um, a lot of it's membership follow-up, right? Mm -hmm. uh, we can do cold call outbound. Yeah. Uh, this time of year is obviously big membership list calling, trying to get in for service appointments and, you know, yeah. keep, the, keep the trough, you know, as from, you sure. know, keep the boards busy. So, um, so yeah, do you have folks nice. that are, that are, um, that do the ongoing service where they'll give you the list and you'll just go and, and book the appointments for them that they know should be coming up or like research annual service calls and that kind of thing. Yeah. That's yep. genius too. That's huge. Or, a lot of it, a lot of, uh, you know, there's been a lot of consolidation in our space, as you know, and a lot yeah. of times they'll acquire, you know, one contractor will acquire another contractor's business and yeah. they'll want to call those clients and try to, um, you know, reactivate them, get in the house, sure. do, yeah. familiar, do welcome calls, do thank you calls. And so we do, we do a lot of that. Yeah. Wow. That's brilliant. Yeah. I like that. So it's nice when you get to repurpose a little bit and kind of, you know, <laughs> jump into other sort of things that you say, wow. We didn't think there was any money in that, but turns out there is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there is. That. There's, I mean, it's all uh, it's all a cost, right? So there's that cost benefit analysis, but there's there's uh, there's a lot of work to be done on the phones these days. So, yeah, there really is. I think uh, I think a lot of and a lot of people don't. You mentioned that um, you know people don't even leave a message now, and that's like one of my major pet peeves is when someone calls me and they don't leave me a message. I'm not going to call them back. <laughs> I figured you pocket dialed me if you don't leave me a message. Yet they'll, you know, the worst thing for me is they, you get a call, a phone call, they don't leave a voice message and then they text you. It's like, well, I didn't answer the call. So I'm probably in the middle of something, you know, so. Uh. It, 
it, it, it is interesting. There's two perspectives, right? Like that's, I'm with you, right? Like I, yeah. I don't, if there's no voicemail, I may or may not call you back. Right. I'm getting, as I'm getting a little older, I don't leave voicemails like I used to. I just call <laughs> but like, you know, my kids and yeah. gen, those three generations in between myself and them or two, like they just, it's a, it's a different expectation. And we're seeing that with our clients, right? I have, yeah. I mean, even some of our larger clients who I give our my cell phone to and they're yeah. welcome to text me. I find them, they text, they don't call me and yeah. they use, you know, they find me on Facebook or Instagram. I'm doing more yeah. kind of customer engagement over Facebook <laughs> and Instagram than I've, than I ever thought I would do. Wow. <laughs> and to re-engage social media just yeah. because, you know, I'm found there and, and, uh, and it's, sure. it is interesting how times are changing, you know? Yeah. It's wild. Uh, constantly. And 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 sometimes they recycle you know you see that you, something will go out of fashion and all of a sudden hey they're doing that again <laughs> right? yeah it's like the bell-bottom jeans right and yeah like, yeah why did i throw those away <laughs> hang on to those bad boys they're coming back <laughs> never know when but they're gonna come back <laughs> i love it um can, can you talk a little bit about what you know what you see as the long as the long range benefits um, for your customers. I think this is one of those things where people don't people have a hard time visualizing. I think how valuable you know the service that you guys offer is and and what the long range benefits are. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think uh, I was listening to the podcast you talked about, or somebody on on one of your other podcasts talked about the every call is worth four hundred dollars to yeah. Yeah, Brandon Lewis, I think. Yeah. And and I was talking to a, a large HVAC player, and they were saying that they're now viewing the lifetime value of a client or revenue of a client at $75,000. Yeah. Wow. Right. Yeah. Um, and I think what that means is you, you have to acquire a client and then you have to retain that client, right? For, you know, six, eight, 10 years, right? right. Um, you know, really in this, business and with the consolidation, maybe this isn't true anymore, but if, if the client stays in your geography, in your zip list, in your city, right. They should be a client of yours, right. They right. shouldn't go to a new roof or a new, you know, plumber, right. a new HVAC, a new garage door. Like if they're staying somewhere you service, they should be your client. If they move out of state right. and you don't service that state. Okay. Then you lose them. Right. But you know, you control, if they stay in that geography, it's, mm -hmm. it's a hundred percent up to you to maintain them as a client. And how do you do that? Right? Like mm -hmm. you stay top of mind, right? So right. some of it's marketing, some of it's staying relevant, but a big part of that is just a great customer experience. Right. Obviously when you're at the location, you're face to face, that's the name and the face they remember. Mm -hmm. uh, but again, if they have a long hold time when they call, right, they have a negative yeah. experience over the phone um, and that negative experience is usually heightened by it took forever for someone to answer or nobody answered and I had to wait for mm -hmm. a callback. I think it's something like 46% of people said they wouldn't deal with a company if they had uh, a negative call experience. I, I really think that, you know, it comes down to the customer experience side of that business and really that yeah. real time, you know, and, and some of that's having websites where people can schedule service calls, but it's it's doing those, the basic playbook, Right. Yeah. getting people on membership plans, calling them and making sure you get in the house for that membership service. Right. When they call in, making sure that phone is answered, right? Um, yeah. And and I think yeah. that's that's the key for the future, for sure, is right. just making sure those engagement points where the client wants to engage, 
you have in front of the client and that you're, you know, when, when you have those engagements, you have, they have a positive experience or a delightful experience, right? And they give you a positive review. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the other, that's another one that's kind of interesting because I know you talk about the negative phone experience um, and I don't know what the percentages are, but the propensity of a person to leave a negative review, how much higher that is than a, than, than getting a good review for the good deed. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's kind of frustrating at times because you work really hard to, you know, to, to put out a good persona and a good product and a good experience and, and boy, the negatives just just really, really kill you. You know, it's just, uh, it's tough. And like you said, a lot of the time you get, you know, you're getting calls. As I tell, you know, I try to keep this customer success people, you know, a little jazzed up because, and I say, look, people don't go to the doctor because they're feeling great. People go to the doctor because they have a problem. So out of the gate, when someone's, you know, messaging in or calling in, they're not happy already. And it, you know, it's because they're having a problem. So you got to think of it like, okay, they're like people going to the doctor, they got a problem, they're looking for some help for it. And but it's hard to be 100% positive all the time, because sometimes you just, you know, like, ah. <laughs> those, those, you know, it, Tom, you make a great point. If you don't work, and you know, you're on the marketing side, and you know this, but I think for your listeners, like, if you're not soliciting positive reviews, yeah. you're only going to get negative reviews, right? Because yeah. Yeah. unless somebody asks you, 99% of people aren't going to go out of their way to leave a positive review when they had a great experience. Right. 99% of people are going to go leave a negative review when they had a bad experience, right? And so I think, you know, it is something that that we actually suffered from before I got to the company. We had some bad experiences over the years and we didn't work our reviews and we had not very many. And it was just negative. Yeah. And, you know, we have 1500 customers, right? Sure. We make mistakes. We have customers that leave us, but we wouldn't have 1500 customers in the home service right. base. If we were all the, if we were the 32 negative reviews we had, right. Exactly. So we started going to our customers saying, Hey, did I do a good job? Yes. Can you, do you mind just leaving me a good review? And, yeah. and we moved the needle. I wouldn't say overnight, but over six months, we, we still got work to do, but yeah. you know, you, you got to ask for those positive yeah. reviews or you're just going to end up with, with you know the bad ones which isn't a fair yeah. reflection of anybody's business yeah we're actually starting on a on a mission for that too it's just you know you you have to yeah it's that's one of those things you just have to keep doing and i i always waffle on the side of well i don't want to keep bugging my customers you know there and so there's that fine line of asking too many times but you know you really you do have to do it because otherwise ultimately if people aren't giving you good reviews, people are going to read the bad reviews. And then the people who love you and aren't giving you good reviews are not going to have any place to go. <laughs> exactly. Be gone, you know? So yeah. help yeah. us. We actually, <laughs> we don't, we don't do a great job of marketing it. Um, but we actually have a, a review platform and we started using it internally for ourselves yeah. Um, and it works great. It plugs into your CRM in our case, Salesforce, whenever we close a case or close, win a sale, it fires a text to the client that says, Hey, thank you for the, for the business, Tom really appreciate it. It would mean a lot to me if you'd leave a review. And if we don't yeah. hear from them, then two days later, it sends like, Hey, just following up, yeah. uh, you know, would really love a review. And then it does it a third time. Last time, I'm not going to bother you, Tom, just wanted to, you know, request right. a review. If you have a chance, love to click here and leave us one, if not totally understand. And, and it really is, 
it's that simple. And yeah. uh, there's, there's a lot, you know, there's a lot of platforms out there that do that. And and I am a big fan that any, yeah, any contractor, any business should be doing that if they, yeah. uh, these, you know. they, 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 they you really should. It's just, you can't, can't get along without them anymore. There's just too much negative noise out there if you're not doing that sadly Absolutely. but yeah it's, it's uh it's a fun it's always always a challenge i think having a service like ours is necessary for 99 percent of the businesses out there right i'm sure there's one percent that aren't um if you can staff a call center of 50 people 24 7 365 all the power to you right you're right. at scale that's great um i still think there are events natural disasters hurricanes um that come through and and uh and having a backup is important. I think one of the differentiators for us is we're nationwide. We're in 36 states yeah. uh, of the U.S., so we don't have a, a call center location of people. And the nice thing about that, you know, you're in Boston. Uh, we have a large client up outside Boston, and you know, if they have a, a hailstorm or an ice storm, and we were in Boston, we'd be impacted as well, right? We'd have sure. absenteeism through the roof. So the time they need us, we would be right. down, right? If they're you know, even to the point of their carriers and their phone systems may have sure. significant issues during those and we would be impacted. Yeah. Our our breadth and being covered across the country uh, really provides a, a, a redundant solution that's truly redundant. So I think, yeah, that's huge. you know, some things I would just share with everybody is you should have a service. I'd love it if it's us. If it's not us, that's fine. There, there are other competitors of ours that I think do a, a decent job. I always think we're better. Um, but I think you, you evaluate them for three things, right? Like what's the technology? Do you really understand what technology they're using? Right. Yeah. Um, you know, you talk about price, if you're paying a premium, it should be world-class technology, right? Right. It should yeah. be enterprise software. It should be documented, followed processes and it should be really high caliber talent that's dedicated to kind of the verticals that you're in. Um, and I think if you, if you start looking and asking those questions as you're evaluating partners and, and I'm saying partners for answering service, it's probably very similar for a lot of the SAS yeah. and, and really a lot of the partners that contractors are going to choose, right? Are they, what's right. the technology? The security is obviously huge. Are they SOC 2 compliant? Are they right. multi-factor authentication? You know, what are the agents using? Um, obviously, we've all been getting blown up by cyber attacks, you know, personally in our texts and right. our email and our phones. So what Lots what level of sophistication is there um, when at, at the partners you're looking to use or who you're using today? So I think that's, you know, that's what I would probably. Yeah, that's actually that's actually an excellent point uh, is security. And I think a lot of a lot of people are not uh, security conscious at all, and they're not security conscious at all until they get burned. And then it's, you know, there's some catastrophes I have. We, I've had some people that work with me who've had personal, you know, uh, major problems. Um, and it's it's terrifying. It's, it, you just, you, you cannot be too cautious. And yeah, it's just, it's just hard to explain how many, ways bad people are trying to get into your systems any closing uh closing thoughts i really appreciate you having me if anyone wants to learn more you know nexa.com it's really easy nexa.com uh reach out to me on linkedin um get in touch with us we'd love to talk about how we can help grow their business so 
I appreciate you having me. My pleasure. That was a great talk, and I uh, look forward to doing that again. Rocket Your Business for Trade Contractors is brought to you by Estimate Rocket, makers of the top sales and job management software for contractors. Manage the chaos and rocket your business to the next level. Paynet podcasts are produced by the Painting Contractors Association and are made possible by members and industry partners. To find out more about upcoming education opportunities or for more information about joining PCA, visit PCAPainted.org.